Imagine meeting around the water cooler to feel more connected during these current times. The world is in a tailspin right now, and many people are feeling the effects in ways they might not have imagined they would. Fears are running high, stress levels are increasing by the minute, and uncertainty is the word of the day. With the immediate transition to having to socially isolate for the interim time, many are unsure what to think, how to act, and in some cases, how to breathe with ease. The Inspired Choices Network has created an impromptu hour twice per week to help support, reassure, and offer assistance during this difficult time of transition. Please join one of our amazing hosts as they come online to share words of wisdom, encouragement, inspiration, laughter, and much more. Welcome, 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 everyone. Thank you for joining us around the water cooler. Today, I am the leading host, and I have a wonderful person with me. So my name is Christine McIver, and I have the brilliant Carla Taylor with me today. (laughs) Welcome, Carla. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you this morning. Me too. Do you have a glass of water or a mug of coffee? Actually... I'm glad you asked because today I am starting my three-day detox, which I ordered on Friday and it already came in, and there's this really interesting tea <laughs> that comes with that that I'm now drinking. So I'm starting my day and my week off, and yeah, I've decided to make this time, however long it is, a time of doing all the things I need to do for myself and my health, starting with a mm-hmm. three-day detox, and this interesting tea. <laughs> I don't even remember what it's called, but that's that's <laughs> my morning right now. And I have a nice. bag of carrots because I can have fruits and vegetables. <laughs> so tea and carrots instead of coffee. <laughs> oh, I, that's a little that's a little restrictive for me, but yes. Hey, it's it's the time. It's the time for the restrictions, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah. So we put together this water cooler conversations um, just kind of at the last minute. I guess it was last Sunday, about a week ago, that uh, our team got together and it was actually our noon team member, Kim, who suggested water cooler conversations for the name. But we really wanted to come out together um, as a a team, as a, a group of conscious leaders and discuss what's going on for each other and what they're seeing and how we can contribute to making this time and this big time of change more insightful and um, easier to manage. And, you know, I don't just call it like, I don't know about you, Carla, so you just tell me whatever thoughts are going through your mind, but um, I don't I don't just think of this as the, the COVID uh, nine times. I think that this, for me, what I'm getting is that this is a time of massive change and and while there's a lot of really crappy stuff that's happening, I think there's going to be a lot of gold come out of this in in that we will have some big changes happen with individuals, with organizations, and with systems that are going to be much more of a contribution to our world, to to people mm-hmm. as a whole, and to the earth. Oh, I totally agree. And it is a game changer. And it's really been a huge wake-up call, I think, for all of us 
individually, collectively. There are so many things that were going on even leading up to this. And in my own personal life, but just even people all around me anyway, from the end of last year, beginning of this year, and then we all thought we knew <laughs> what we were going to be doing at least for the next couple months. And it has been completely turning everybody and everything completely upside down. It has accelerated the recession we all knew was coming anyway. It has accelerated the need for better technology and working better together remotely. And all the things that we thought were coming in the next few years are all of a sudden right, right here. Right now. And it's going to change everything for, for the rest of our lives, really. Right. It, it is. It is going to change for the rest of our lives. Um, and And I'm glad. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. There is um, there are things that are not balanced in the world. We know that there are mm -hmm. things that are not balanced, and we mm -hmm. know that it's it's time has come um, for for things to change. And I mean, if you just look politically, let's say three months prior to now, if you just look at what's happening politically, how how do you stop? countries and their politicians and their their choices and how do you stop the wars and how how do you really make fundamental permanent changes in the world well we we clearly could, couldn't do it ourselves we, so the world is doing it for us like this is exactly. such a monumental event not just from a disease you know, the disease itself the 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 infection if you will is the infectious disease is what I'm trying to get to, <laughs> is um, it's another one, right? Like, this is nothing new. C coronavirus has actually been around for from at least since the 70s that they knew about it, if not before then. And so that's not new. But what's new is this collective world response all at the same time. And part of that is the technology that we have today to get the word out sooner, to try to do what they're calling flatten the curve, to help everyone, uh -huh. uh, help each other. And so... It's it's got this massive ripple effect that we're, we're it hasn't even fully happened yet, right? So we have no idea really what's going to come out of this. But it's it's a way for everything to stop what was happening before, whether it's politics, whether it's what we were doing to planet Earth, and how much even smog and and you know how much we were driving around even, like all the things that have been affecting people and the earth and the government and everything is being affected by this. It's not isolated. It's not just one country. This is a global mass impact in a way we have never truly seen before. Because even they compare it to 1918, but we were a very different back then. We didn't have any of this technology. We didn't have any of the things that were polluting our world nearly as much. So everything everything like it just it's blowing my mind actually to think about to try to think about and comprehend i can't it's too much for me to comprehend all the ways it's happening out there in this global collective way so internally what it's doing to every human being and being in this all of a sudden extremely heated up everything like you know like for right. for those of us in in america anyway and in in the the first world countries where our main challenges were, you know, whether or not we had a coffee in the morning or, you know, whatever, like, obviously there's a lot more, but, um, 
my children being home, you know, like most people who have school-age children, we all have our kids suddenly at home, and we suddenly have, you know, for some people who've never worked remotely before, I've been working remotely. I've navigated the ups and downs and the challenges of even entrepreneurship and all sorts of challenging personal life as well. But even for me, who I consider myself like an incredible warrior, <laughs> I call someone who's understood how to navigate no matter what life throws at me at this point. I'm like, I could take it. I've been there. I've done that. I know how to get through this. Now I'm like, whoa, <laughs> wow. Like even for those of us who've been through a lot and have gotten through a lot and thought we were stronger and we are stronger, but it's even for us who have lots and lots of experience, it's hard. So I can't even imagine the people who haven't really experienced a lot of hardship in their life, who don't have right. the skills or the ways to cope or the ways to, to not just cope but even, you know, get through it and thrive through it. Um, I mean, it's – I've been talking to several of my friends and people that, you know, we've all consider ourselves evolved to a certain level where we – differently than we used to and we have these abilities to understand the world at a different level and yet all of us who like why is this hard for me i've been through this i know how to do this i've been doing this for 10 years or more whatever the length of time is yeah and we're all like but, whoa 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 like this is Donald but if you Moore. think about it but if you <laughs> but if you think about it I, I was actually talking i had a family uh a family time yesterday my son lives in bangkok and my daughter lives in Ontario where I live and the three of us got online and we had a you know family time together and and as we were talking you know my son was telling us what it was like in Bangkok and uh, it's actually very calm there um for them the people of Bangkok they've been through a lot of a lot more things in the in their lifetime than we have and right. and 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 then my son said you know mom you I know you were young, but you had you had Vietnam the Vietnam War, and I kind of looked at him like I was not cognizant of the Vietnam War, <laughs> like I was like, maybe two uh, at the time. But he said, "Well, this is our thing. This is our thing." You know, he said, "Grandma had you know the Second World War," and I said, "And the Great Depression." And um, he said, "Yeah," and and he said, "This is our thing. This is for for those of us that are our age. This is this is our war." And you know, when you think right. about this, Carla, anyone that was not part of uh, a, a big war, and I, we are definitely talking North America because there are many countries that are are still experiencing war. But if you look at people from North America, they have not experienced a real war-type behavior or impact um, at all. You know, when if you think about it, I was driving yesterday uh, several hours and I was thinking about, uh, you know, a number of different things and, and really looking around me as I was driving very little cars on the road and and I was thinking about what it must have been like during the war during the second world war of course is where my mind goes and how people would you know there were curfews you had to go in at a certain time everything was on rations um when people went away when when men went off to war it was usually men um when they went off to war there was no communication you maybe got um one letter uh, you know maybe once once every few months 
um, it was it was very much a time for survival, and I think that now is is our time to really look at this. If we start to look at it from the perspective of, hey, somebody's not trying to kill me with a gun. Now there, yes, there is death is on the table, but we are coming together right now as a community of the world more than we ever have before. And I actually, as much as people out there that might be listening might get really upset, I'm really happy. And I've not been calmer and more excited about the future than I am right now. And and sometimes I can't explain why I'm in so much joy. But I've talked to a lot of conscious people and they are experiencing the same thing and many of them are trying to keep it hidden because they don't want to anger other people. That's interesting. Yeah, I think you brought up so many good points in the whole global perspective as well. And yes, this is our version of a global event that yes, death is on the table and it is a type of war on humanity and that sort of thing. But it's also really important I'm part of some global groups and somebody just posted yesterday about, oh, we need to be worried about this country or that country or politics or economics and starting to pit people against each other. And the the message was, no, 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 no. We need to come together as humanity, as a as Wilson. This is not pitting people against each other. This is something that's affecting us all. And this is a time to come together, not just in our own communities, but globally to to collectively as humanity come together, see what we've been taking for granted, see what it is that we truly, really need when things really matter, when you are facing uncertainty and possibly even death, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the next 5, 10, 12 days. So what would you do right now that matters most? Right. I, uh, you know what, one of the things, and this is what I'd love to do when we come back from break, and anybody that's listening uh, we'd love for you to join us in the chat room and post your responses to my question. Um, you can find us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and just click on the chat room and come on in. Use any name. doesn't matter what name. If you don't want us to know who you are, that's fine. But I would love to know what you are enjoying at this time about this change that's happening in the world. Because, you know, we can look for all the crazy and all the scared and all the intensity, or we can start to notice what is going on in the world that it, we are really happy about and excited about and enjoying. Because we all know that we all know that what we focus on absolutely expands. And I think if we are collectively adding our observations to this pool, we can start to impact the world, even just the world within our own homes. And I think that's a really important thing that we all need to take some responsibility for. So you are listening to the Water Cooler Conversations on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we get back, Carla Taylor and myself, Christine McIver, will continue our conversations. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
You are listening to Water Cooler Conversations on the Inspired Choices Network. Feel free to join us in the chat room by going to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and clicking on the chat room link. You can also call in in the U.S. 815-880-8255 and Canada 613-800-8736. And you can Skype us from anywhere in the world. Just come on over to Inspired Choices Network. And now let's resume our water cooler conversations. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. Carla, thank you for being with me today on this conversation. I'm enjoying it very much, enjoying my coffee and just being here with you and and all of our listeners. Um, Carla, is that the first time you heard that song, Global Embrace? That is, yes. (laughs) Well, that beautiful song uh, was actually written by and performed by our very own Keisha Clark, who is one of our radio show hosts here on the network. She's also a producer. She's on the Inspired Choices Network team. And she created that show, or that song, pardon me, four years ago. And when we first started to have this conversation um, last Monday, or sorry, when we were preparing for the first water cooler conversation, all of a sudden, I said to, to Rhonda, oh, my gosh, we should play Car- uh, Keisha's sh- uh, song. And we quickly asked Keisha, and she was like, absolutely. But it wasn't until we were first listening to it that Monday that the words came flooding in on how poignant that song is at this time in the world. Mm-hmm. And the song, of course, is called Global Embrace. And talk about... Uh, preparing something for the future. That song gives me chills every time I hear it. And and this is what it's really all about. It's about, like you were saying, this is this is being uh, impacted on a global level, and it's time for all of us to come together. It really, really is. And it's, you know, earlier I was saying how even those of us who've been through a lot are still a little bit struggling in this. And, and I, I pointed that out because like you, I've also had moments of incredible peace and joy. And, but I've also been up and down and all around. And there's been so many things even going on in my personal life beyond the coronavirus stuff. And so, and even the economic stuff, it's been, you know, personal challenges with my dad's health and just other things that are going on. And so I'm used to roller coaster emotions and I'm used to, to navigating all these things, but I'm still, I'm all over the place throughout the day. And one of the things that has been so beautiful and wonderful is connecting globally to people mm-hmm. and connecting with myself, actually, and spending way more time than I ever have in meditation. And I've always known that it was a good thing, and I've done it a little bit. I was never super consistent with it, but I'm getting so consistent with it, even mornings and evenings, and trying to get my kids to do it. That's not quite happening yet. <laughs> but I try, like, to force them. Even this morning, I was like, get out right now. Like, that's not how you want to start a meditation, right? <laughs> and only one of them came. But <laughs> but I'm working You're on hilarious. that. But Globally, (laughs) one of the things I did this weekend, which was amazing, and I knew it was going to be cool, but I don't know if people have heard of, there's an organization called Daybreaker, and it's already this amazing community of awesomeness, and people come out, and usually in person, to these events, and they do yoga, and they dance, and they do medication, not medication, (laughs) meditation, (laughs) 
no medication. Only medication. Um, but people wear like, you know, crazy onesies and sparkly outfits and come out in their pajamas if they want. And like, it's just this giant morning dance party with a DJ and also just all of these different things that I've wanted to go to and they didn't have it in my city and I've been looking already at that. And so they just this past Saturday had their first live event. And it was this really amazing we had about 3000 people on this Zoom event and they had their people who were producing it had about six people of course at least a few brooms with apart but they were you know there in one location doing the yoga doing the meditation doing the dance and music and like live for them music um and then there were about i don't know 40 people that had their dance cams on that they had previously mm-hmm. set up so that they were all over the world and so we're seeing living rooms all over the world all, you know, across, you know, Sydney and Bali and across the U.S. and Canada, just like everywhere. And to see these beautiful, shiny, happy faces smiling with joy. And, I mean, we, it was a two-hour thing. Like, we danced our butts off. <laughs> it wiped me out for the rest of the day, in fact. <laughs> there was so much energy that we were all collectively coming together and just bringing in the joy. And it was I knew it was going to be cool, but especially now at this time, and at the end they talked a little bit about how meaningful this was for them having done these in-person events around the world, but doing it this way and realizing how needed it is right now. It was just, it was so amazing to be a part of that. So with what we were saying before we went to break, one of the things that you're enjoying is more virtual connection. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. I am. One of the things, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, one of the things that I'm really enjoying is, and and this is people are going to be like, "What are you talking about? This is not what you're supposed to be doing." Um, I'm actually enjoying when I am, um, when I'm actually in person with someone, and you know whether it's going to the grocery store or getting gas for the car, you know those very small moments right, or passing someone on the street or in the park, of course, keeping your six feet of distance, um, I'm really enjoying the presence. People are really being present, and they're not rushing, right? They're not rushing. They're, They're not ignoring. They're not like caught up in their own internal world. And And yes, some of them, I can read fear on their faces. But others are what I'm actually getting more from from most people is the gratitude of being able to connect with another human being in that moment. Mm-hmm. And yes. whether we For say sure. words to yes. each other, right? Whether we're saying words to each other or we're just you know, catching each other's glance or or we're making a joke or whatever the case may be. The presence of of connecting from one human to another in my world has increased and it's increasing the joy Mm -hmm. in that connection. We were walking, my daughter and I went for a walk by a beautiful place here in Ontario called the Alora Gorge. And it is, I don't know how many feet down, it's probably like 30 feet, maybe 50 feet down and the water is rushing so strongly because it's spring. It's starting to be spring here in Canada, so... 
the snow is melting and, you know, it, it makes a, for the water to rush a great deal. It was absolutely beautiful. And as we were walking, you know, there were other people walking as well. And we jokingly were like, okay, six feet. <laughs> take, take. And we were all laughing. Yes, sorry, I'm going to, I I won't catch the virus from you because we're six feet away, but I might fall on this ice. And, you know, we're just laughing <laughs> and and yeah. enjoying each other. And, you know, just randomly out of the blue, my daughter says, Mom, come over here and put your, we, we were walking with our smoothies. She goes, come over here and put your smoothie down. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're not diving off this water. <laughs> and, and, she, and and all of a sudden she she cakes and she gives me this huge big bear hug and she goes, that's from, that's from Jordan. He told me to give you a big hug. Now that's my son who lives in Bangkok. <laughs> so uh-huh. I lifted her up. I lifted her up and I said, well, that's from Jordan. That's how he would hug you. <laughs> so uh-huh. these moments, these moments yeah. of being present has has really impacted people in such a beautiful way. And I am I am so excited when I connect with someone and you know, I I've been doing this um this whole virtual, you know, being at home on my own for years, Carla. You know, my children mm-hmm. have been moved out of the home for oh my gosh, at least five years. They have not been living with me, and I work from home. Um, you know, there are some some weeks that my car never moves because I'm at home all the time, and and I only meet people some some weeks online. I'm you know I connect with my team, of course I connect with my listeners through through the online here and the radio show, and then I I do communicate with a lot of a lot of my uh, clients and my hosts through Zoom. So this for me is not that abnormal. Right. But even connecting now virtually, there is an increase in presence and gratitude. So I think mm-hmm. what if we were to actually turn that up? What if we what if every single person that's listening today were to turn up their presence of being with someone by by 5% Really hearing what each other says. Really seeing their eyes and their smile. Listening to their words. Just 5%. Would that actually add to 5% of increase of joy in the world? I think it would actually be way more than that. I, I, I And I agree. I'm seeing the same increased level of just being fully in the moment that we're in because none of us know what even later today is going to bring. And we all are, like you said, like if I'm driving to the grocery store even or anything else, neighbors who would have previously ignored me driving by, like everyone is connecting eye to eye. Everyone is like, hey, I see you. And being fully Mm -hmm. seen whether it's driving by, whether it's out, you know, like you said, in a, a beautiful part of nature, whether it's on the line. But, you know, my meetings now, and I like you, I've been a remote worker for many, many years. I work with an organization that, that specifically helps with remote workers. I have my own stuff that I do, and I do a lot virtually, but I'm also a very social person, so I get out in the world a lot as well. And it has been hard to cancel all those events that I was excited about and planning to do. But at the same time, I thought that was going to give me so much more time, too. And it turned out that, you know, having the kids home and everything else, my time, there's 
there's so much more online noise right now too, which has happened really quickly. And a lot yes. of people almost, I feel like, are desperately trying to get out there as fast as they can. And last week at the beginning of the week, I was feeling the same thing. Oh my God, I got to get this out and this out and this out and this out. And I was planning to do it anyway, and now I've got to get there ahead of everybody else, or you know, help lead the way, or help people who are having a hard time, and I can help navigate. And all of a sudden, I was like, no. I need to get quiet right now. I know there will be a time for me to put my voice out there more. And I know there will be times like right now where I can, but I actually need to get quiet. And I am this week starting to get a little bit more out there again as far as even virtually, but I realized I couldn't be part of that frenzied stuff that I was seeing, especially last week. And I'm hoping this week will be a little calmer, and I hope that we can even help provide that calm and and the joy that you're talking about. But I'm also noticing then when I do connect with people, like you said online, we aren't jumping right in to whatever topic we're meeting about. We are stopping and saying, hey, how are you? Check in with me. Tell me really how you're doing. And that is exactly what we should always be doing. But we don't oftentimes. We just skip that part. Well, opportunity is knocking. To share that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Opportunity is knocking. I actually saw yeah. a post um, yesterday from um, a friend on Facebook, and she said, and she was being very serious, um, she said, she's an introvert, and she said, all the introverts are completely fine. But we as introverts <laughs> need to check in on our extrovert friends. They're not doing okay. Yes. And, and mm-hmm. you know, it was the energy of, I'm really serious here. Our extrovert friends are struggling. Now, you and I and, and many of the people that we connect with do have a virtual life, a virtual world. But there are many people who going physically out into the world, going to their jobs, going to their schools – was their life. And this is where they right. interacted and they were social. Many of these people maybe um, live alone and uh, they don't have anyone to speak with. Um, maybe, you know, connecting with people is uncomfortable online or over the phone for them. Maybe they're more comfortable in person. You know, we it's time for those of us that are comfortable speaking, those of us that are comfortable connecting, Pick up the phone. If if every person that is hearing our voice today was to pick up the phone and call one person and speak to that one person and bring some light into their world, don't, don't pick up the phone and the first thing you out of your mouth say, oh, my God, isn't this terrible? Like, right. you know, right. which many, many people are doing. But pick up the phone yeah. and, and call them and tell them a joke. Tell them about something that you did. <laughs> Tell them some, something funny. Tell them something enlightening. Share share something with them. Feel free to share this radio show with them. It will be in replay in a half an hour. Um, feel free <laughs> to impact somebody else in a positive way, the way you would like to be impacted. And take this seriously. There are a lot of people struggling with not having the same level of interaction. We are human beings. And connecting Absolutely. with another human being is what we are built for. Well, yeah, for sure. And and being lighthearted and being fun and using apps like, 
you know, silly Snapchat filters or Marco Polo or some of the different ways that people t- traditionally have connected online. And like you said, those of us who've already been doing that, we are kind of ahead of the curve in that. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I know for me, I'm definitely an extrovert. And a lot of my friends, my extroverts even, have gone into different places to quarantine um, you know, there's a group of people that I was connected with at the ranch. There's a group of people, an, another friend of mine, she and I would connect all day, every day. She's gone down to her own family's um, land down in Arkansas. And, you know, suddenly she's got very little internet connection where she is. She's got her mom there who she took out of a nursing home. she got her son and other family members. And so those people that I have been connected with, a lot of that actually has gone away from me. And that, like, suddenly all the people that I was talking to on a daily basis are not available for different reasons, that they're, you know, tending to their own families and things like that, too. And I've been the same way. So even that, though I've been there, done that, and understand how to do it, it's completely shifted. And me as an extrovert, um, I don't usually allow myself to get quiet. And that's why I keep reemphasizing that quietness, because Mm. that is the gift I'm finding right now of I am being forced to not talk to people about how I'm feeling very often and to not reach out as much. And and when I do and I can, and, you know, we like we send Marco Polos and stuff, but it's not immediate. And I'm not connecting live very much right now, um, which is interesting, too, because normally I actually do that a lot more. And it's just it, everything is shifting so much. But this is my time and my gift. That's why I'm doing this cleanse today and everything else is like, I get to get focused on me. This is my time for me to do the things I need to do. So I'm strong enough and good enough, you know, sustainable enough with my children who we're going to be in this house together for a long time. (laughs) I don't know how long. If if, if people people don't know Carla, focus. Carla has, Carla has triplets. And I do. The Teenage triplets, triplets are yes. 19? Are they 19? 17. 17. Seven. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, Carla. <laughs> just, oh, just my goodness. Really yeah, intense. it's intense. It's super intense. I'm, thank God, though. I have to say, I'm so grateful. I, <laughs> here, here's a plug for online dating. I met a guy a few months ago, had a date with him. He worked at Best Buy. He's like a general manager or something. And Nobody could help me because Best Buy shut down and you couldn't even exchange things. And we'd finally gotten this new TV for the kids for the basement so we could survive the quarantine, you know. And no, Best Buy wouldn't even do his returns or exchanges until sometime after the end of April. And I was like, no, because we got the one home that we were so excited to have. And we opened it up and it was cracked, like badly cracked. And we hadn't done it ourselves. And we're like, oh, no, we can't watch this. And so literally <laughs> – Nobody can help us. And I'm like, I called him. I'm like, help me, please. You don't understand. We can't be stuck at home for months with no TV. So he did. He came through. Oh, my God. It was the best. We have a TV now. Okay. We're going to go for our last break of the show, and then we're going to come back. Um, I want people to, uh, you know, leave here with an enlightened uh, and a lifted um, disposition, even if it just is for today. So stay tuned, everybody. You are listening to the Water Cooler Conversations with myself, Christine McIver, and my co-host today, Carla Taylor. We will be right back. Are you a subject matter expert? 
Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You are listening to Water Cooler Conversations on the Inspired Choices Network. Feel free to join us in the chat room by going to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and clicking on the chat room link. You can also call in in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, and you can Skype us from anywhere in the world. Just come on over to Inspired Choices Network. And now let's resume our water cooler conversations. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, my gosh. I'm so enjoying this conversation with you, Carla. And the idea of you being in the house with three 17-year-olds and no TV. Girl, I would drive a TV to your house. (laughs) I was calling everybody I could get a hold of. I was like, oh, yeah, that guy, I'm going to reach out to him. And, oh, my God, did he come through? Like, it totally made our day. And it actually made their day to make our day. So that was was a win for everyone. (laughs) Hey, there's a really great tip. Who do you know that can help you right now? Who do you know? And, you know, here's something, Carla. I know that a lot of people, not a lot of people, I'm going to say 99.9% of people really suck at something important. (laughs) They suck (laughs) at raising their hand and asking for help. How many of you right now, how many of you right now, including you, Carla, including Kim that's in the chat room with us as well, how many of you really suck at putting your hand up and asking for help. And if you would put your hand up right now and ask someone for assistance, it would make your life easier and it would contribute joy to be able to serve for somebody else. Yes. That's the thing about asking for help is that it gives other people the opportunity to give to you and they get that, that joy of giving and when we don't ask yes. for help, we don't allow other people that joy. Exactly. Everybody's always talking about serving, 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 serving. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't be serving. But if everybody's serving, who the hell's receiving? Right? Yes, you know, that's a I mean, huge, look, huge lesson for sure. Right? Think about, think about this. Think about all of the homeless people in the world. Okay. There is a large percentage of homeless people that will not receive when mm-hmm. um, they're offered somewhere to sleep, somewhere to live. There is a ton of them that will not receive. And, mm-hmm. and when, they're, when they're in that space of not receiving, right, they are actually harming themselves. They can be harming themselves yes. by being in environments that are scary. They can be harming themselves by not nourishing their bodies, not nourishing their souls. And and how much of not receiving and is actually harming us from expanding out into the world 
a stronger, more grounded, happier person. Absolutely. And, you know, there... Go ahead. It's it's um, it's something I personally had to learn, and I know a lot of people who are really strong and independent have a really hard time asking for help, and it can be it can actually feel for me it has felt humiliating at times, even if people just offered it because I'm like, oh no no no, like I'm not that person, and and yet you know there were times in my life with my kids where we were picked as a needy family one year in in my my community which. You know, there weren't a lot of needy families in the community that I lived in. So, you know, by comparison of other cities or towns, I wasn't nearly as bad off, which is why I was like, oh, no, I'm not that. But I also realized that it took a lot to to swallow my pride and to actually receive. And it was such joy that people were able to give to us. And we really did need some help. You know, I didn't have good winter coats for my kids. I didn't have some of the things that I needed. But I was like, well, it's we'll get by with our old ones that don't quite fit, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Right, right. And it was really hard to receive. It was so hard to receive. But somebody, several somebody said to me then, but you're 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 shortchanging them the gift of what they get when they give to you, and think yeah. how good you feel. You know, I've also gone and, and helped serve different people and build houses in Mexico and do that sort of thing, and it was so awesome. I mean, so great to give people right. that kind and of joy. And even the, the, the family that we built the house for, they're like, why are you doing this for us? And I'm like, you know how good it is when you give a gift. You're giving us the gift of giving yeah. to you. And it's, it's so powerful. Think about, think about when, um, and there are a few that are left in the world, but think about the real tribes that come together. Real tribes that they are a community and when um, the mother gives birth to a child, how the other women come together and they take care of that woman. They might even nurse that new baby if that mother isn't able to. They take care of the other children. And it is not seen as, a, you know, you you aren't able to cope. It What it's seen as a community coming together mm-hmm. in celebration and love for each other. And this right. is exactly, this is exactly what is going on right now in the world. People, please wake up. If you need something, please know that we, the community around you, desire to know this and desire, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm getting all choked up. Ooh, who, mm-hmm. who else out there is feeling this right now? We really want to, we really want to help you. And we want... We want to know that you are okay. How many people out there are struggling and they need somebody to talk to? They just need someone to talk to. Right? Please put your hand up. Email me. You can email me at any time, day or night, Christine at inspiredchoices.ca. You can connect with me. Um, Carla, what's your email address? My email is bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. And, yes, absolutely the same offer for me. I am here. I've actually seen a couple of people recently post on Facebook. If you need to talk to someone, connect with me. Um, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. But you're right. Like, we need to be proactively reaching out and and also offering 
that we're here if you need to reach out because sometimes we don't even know and who that is that needs it. Exactly. And the thing is, guys, and I really, anybody that's going to be picking up that phone and there's somebody else on the other line that would like to talk, please keep it light. Please keep it light. Shine a light by keeping it light. There, there's a new saying. Shine a light by mm-hmm. keeping it light. Please, can we cut out the intensity? Yes, we all keep your awareness on. Make the healthy choices. Yes, but we don't have to be so heavy-handed with all of the conversations. We can be talking about things that are joyful, that are funny, that are, yeah. you know, like just, I keep thinking about yesterday being with my, with my, or two days ago being with my daughter by the water and then she just suddenly like, come here mom, <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh my God, that just made me laugh and created such a beautiful memory and moment with the two of us, right? And keep yeah. it light, please keep it light. Yeah. Yeah. So, Carla, we've just got a few minutes. Can you tell our, all of our listeners uh, just a, about a minute um, of what you do and how people can connect with you? Oh, sure, yes. So, um, like you mentioned, I have a radio show here on this network called Bring Your Brilliance, and that's also the name of what I do, which is helping people find, if they don't know it, what their brilliance even is or how to communicate it in a clear and compelling way, and then also bring it out to the world. And I do specialize in LinkedIn. I've got different LinkedIn marketing workshops and things like that, and again, uh, providing everything virtually now. Uh, But I love to help people really understand who they are and how they best shine in the world and have those aha moments and clarity of, oh, wow, these are my gifts, and here's how I can talk about them without feeling like I'm bragging and and really focus on who I'm helping and how I'm helping them. And so whether I'm doing that on LinkedIn or anywhere else, that's the part I love to do the most. Um, I help people with career happiness, like all of the things that lights them up, which lights me up to help shine a light on all these brilliant, shiny, happy people in the world. (laughs) So bringyourbrilliance.net is my website, and bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com is how you can reach me. That's fabulous. And if you're listening to this in the replay, you can go to the replay and you'll see her links there. Um, Carla, so you really are shining a light. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it's what I do anyway. So, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, if you're interested in connecting with me, I am the CEO of the Inspired Choices Network. We've been in production for seven years uh, doing our thing. And what I do is I shine the light on what people are doing and bringing into the world through our virtual online platform where you can bring your gifts, your awarenesses, your contribution through the airwaves uh, with Inspired Choices Network with a live radio show and a podcast. I also work one-on-one with individuals and organizations to to bring them into what they are desiring in their life. So you can connect with me if you'd like to know more about the radio or you'd like to know more about what I do individually. We're working one-on-one or working with uh, businesses. You can connect with me, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca. Of course, you can come over to the Inspired Choices Network, uh, inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can click on, we have some very cool virtual um, recordings of radio show hosts giving testimonials of their experience here on the network with having a show. Uh, you can also get more information, yes, and you can awesome. email me. And 
And uh, yeah, just to give you a little snippet, we are actually live streaming right now on 54 platforms or on the internet. So people can find us on their favorite platforms. You can also find us in podcast on more than 50 platforms uh, here, of course, on the network. And we are on some of the most amazing platforms like uh, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, um, Google Play, Bulberry. There's some wild platforms. iHeartRadio, <laughs> Heart yeah, Spotify. There is so many, and we are continuously bringing more and more to you. So until um, next time, we will, you know, just welcome you into our platform and invite you to choose more for you. Remember to keep it light and just how much joy and love can you spread in the world right now uh, for all of us to enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. And so one Carla? more thing, I am working with some great remote working resources as well. So interaction associates and working better together, especially remotely right now, is such an important topic. Too, so reach out for that help, too. And, yes, this is amazing to have uh, Christine and this radio show. <laughs> Thank you, darling. It's it's wonderful. So, my friends, until next time, keep it light, keep it right. Remember, there's always somebody here to work with you. Uh, thank you all for joining us, and uh, stay tuned for our next show we have with a beautiful Candace Mao. Thank you for joining us around the water cooler today for our conversation here on the Inspired Choices Network connection and support for the reality of today and the gift of tomorrow. Be sure to join one of our other guest hosts on Mondays and Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific Time here.